are listening to the Elephant in the Room podcast with your host, Sutta Singh. Each week, we will bring you a diverse range of inspiring speakers on issues of inequality and inequity. You will hear stories about fairness, justice, belonging, and about best practice for creating a more inclusive workplace. So, if you are an individual or leader interested in a fairer, equitable, compassionate society and workplace, this podcast is for you. My guest on the Elephant in the Room podcast is Ruchika Singh, an aspiring techie, an advocate for inclusive workplaces, an amateur dancer, and an eternal optimist. Hi, Ruchika. Thank you for being a guest on the Elephant in the Room podcast. Thank you. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Great. So let's get started with the questions. Let's start with your story. So who was or who is Ruchika? Uh, let me tell you about Ruchika. I was a very normal girl who loved dancing, singing, styling, reading. I can help from a tier to city of India. I also followed a very normal and very standard career path as many youngsters in India, choosing uh, science as a uh, mainstream and then opting for engineering. Everything was uh, very normal until in final year of my engineering, uh, my life took a sudden turn and I got diagnosed with, uh, you know, CNS-TBA, a central nervous system tuberculosis meningitis in December 2012. I had to drop out of college and I was in treatment for several years. And in the process, I lost my eyesight. It was a difficult moment for me, but the setback had made me more stronger and even more determined. I always work harder each and every day to reshape and reclaim my life again with whatever capabilities I have. I can say that I am going to keep trying on every day to live the life which I wanted to and which I deserve to. I'm sorry to hear about what happened, but I think it is great to see that you are so positive about the entire experience and you're taking it in your stride. This is a very, very deeply sensitive issue, especially from the culture from where both you and I are, right? There is so much of stigma and a lot of cultural issues around this. So are you okay to share your story? Absolutely, yes. In fact, I feel privileged because, you know, it's not just me. I've been talking on behalf of the millions of people out there, not only in India, you know, still facing the same situation. Probably not everyone gets a platform to speak and was their story. So I really want to take this conversation ahead. That is very nice of you to share your story. It will provide a lot of people I know in India with the motivation and the inspiration that they need to come out and say their story and also be seen and heard, not be hidden. How did this entire incident impact you? And I'm sorry, I know it, it must have been very, very difficult. But for the sake of, you know, those people who are listening, I want to get this from you. You know, the lost years, lost education, loss of identity. I'll say the impact was very heavy initially. For the initial few years, it was really very difficult for me to digest the fact that I'm having optical atrophy 
in which optic nerves got damaged, which results in loss of eyesight. But for four to five years, me and my family, we kept traveling to different places, contacted different doctors, you know, for the treatments. But there is nothing, no medications, no cure. Even though we tried outside India through our relatives and friends, but the situation was similar everywhere. Then we came to know that it's still an area of research. It's very a difficult moment for my family also. But all these hardship, it doesn't go all in vain. Instead, the decision had made me more stronger. Instead of thinking what I lost, I tried to feel grateful that what I have, that I'm alive. That's a big thing. And I fought against a very rare and a chronic disease. And I'm still with my family, my loved ones, and I still can do many things. You know, all the hardship of my mother, my loved one, they always gave me enough courage to always have a positive outlook and to be the source of happiness to others. Oh, that's so inspiring and that's so good to hear. I've seen you over the past couple of years and I've seen the family and you all have held together so well. The whole approach and sharing, cooperation, support system has been amazing. And yeah, to come out of something like this with a positive outlook, you definitely need the support of your loved ones. Otherwise, it is just not going to be possible. What are the other challenges that you have faced, Ruchika? Because I know it's very difficult. Where I live in the UK, it is difficult for people with any sort of disabilities to actually go out to work, to live a proper life, live a fulfilling life. And India, you know, we know that whether you look at the infrastructure, whether you look at the systems, whether you look at basic things, they are not there. And there is no support network for people where they can be provided guidance, support, so that they can get back seamlessly into whatever they want to do, whether it is a career or whether it is another path in life. So what are the challenges that you have faced? There is a long list, but yeah, I mentioned some of them. So I'll first start with my area of interest. Choosing clothes is really a very huge challenge for me because uh, previously it was very easy. You just see and uh, pick up whichever you want. But now the situation is not the same. Not only purchasing, but even buying different items. These are really a big challenge for me. And because it's work you have to do on each and every day on your day-to-day life. And there you are going to face this situation. Second, if I say like stepping out on my own, it's really an absolutely no. Because now if I want to go outside, I really need a help from others to be with me, to hold my hands and I have to go outside. So it's also not at all possible. Next, I'll mention about the mobile phones. Use of mobile phones. You know, mobile phones nowadays is a part of our life. It's a very important part, I must say. But for me, I can't use all the features in the mobile phones, even though there is a virtual assistant available. But with that also, you are not going to use each and every features of your phone. If you start once, you are going to stuck at one place. And there you again need help from others. So it's not very smooth. As I previously mentioned about reading, that I like reading. So now I tried reading, but that's also not possible because the situation and the condition has been changed. 
And even though I tried using a screen reader, but I didn't find them very smooth because they can't move ahead. And, you know, with all these things, I mentioned one very important thing is that getting job. It's a very, very, very big challenge for me till now because I'm still trying for that and it's not possible. And after that, you know, uh, keeping myself updated with whatever is going around me. Because for me, now, source of information is limited. With that only, I have to get all the informations. It's not very easy for me. Previously, you know, I just pick up the newspaper, go through the headlines, and then you came to know whatever is going there. But now it's not the same thing. And uh, I must say that uh, if you are not uh, careful, there is a bit of challenge. And like all these things, there is a long list ahead and I can't mention each and everything because from morning till night, there is challenge. I can't imagine how difficult it must be, but thank you for articulating because like you said, these are the challenges that people like you may be facing. And it should not be so difficult in the 21st century with the technology, with the advancement to still face so many challenges to just, you know, do simple things in life. And that is a bit disheartening to know. I know you are a very, very deeply positive person. Where do you get the energy and the motivation to not become angry and bitter? Uh, for this answer, you know, in physics, we learn that energy is a conserved quantity. It cannot be created or destroyed. If you see world around, you know, everybody has their own suffering. But trust me, no one is comparable. Likewise, when I look at my mother, she faced a lot in her life at different stages. Still, she keeps smiling. So, you know, for me, she is the source of positivity. And after that, when I see my husband, he has been waiting to marry me since from eight years. So for me, he's a source of patience. After that, when I look after my brother, he doesn't think before helping anyone. So for me, he's a source of kindness and forgiveness. So likewise, you know, I don't have to look far around for having any sources. Rather, I had it around. People then around me, my loved one, always believe in me. That's why I decided first I should believe in myself. So I think you should first love yourself. Then really life will become a very beautiful place to live. Oh, that's so inspiring. That's very beautifully said, Ruchika. So what are your hopes and aspirations? Like every person in the world and young person who's starting out a new life, you have so many things you want to do, so many things you want to achieve. So who do you want to be? It's nothing very different to youngster of my age. I'm a very simple girl, you know, I'll find happiness in very small things like getting gifts, hanging out with friends, just all these things really makes me very happy. And I must make a point over here that in my final year of engineering, I was preparing for engineer force, but all of this just stuck at the mid because I fell in. Now, you know, I always hope for getting a good job, a good life. But these things all had been halted. But I must say that I'm not sure 
that any aspiration is big or small. I think it depends upon us, how we think of it. That's good. So how have things changed? I know, Ruchika, from the past must be different from the person you are today. So how are you different? See, uh, things changed a lot. I've not used any fancy words over here. It's a true thing. Like everything around me has changed. I lost my friends. I lost my networks, contacts, everything. Maybe because few of them, they thought there is nothing to gain here or maybe some of them, they lose hope very earlier. But, you know, getting gifts and hanging out, everything has been changed. Nothing is the same now. I am the same or similar Ruchika. But yeah, it's another thing that now I can't fly a plane. But still, I am hoping for getting a good job and leading a good life. It's not impossible, but I'm sure that I'm having a struggle ahead. It's unfortunate that you have to struggle in order to prove your capability again and again in this world. And I hope that when we discuss the next question, I'm sure you'll speak a bit more about it. Let's move to that. So you have tried to get work, right? How has that experience been? I must think about a word which will, uh, you know, which will direct my feeling. Think uh, unfortunate, disappointing, the correct words. If you will check the sentences of my mail now, uh, there is lots of application sent to different organizations for different roles, but there is nothing in my inbox. Even though some of the MNC had scheduled interview, but when I went through the interview, no, I always have to face rejection or sometimes the vacancies are not open. So I'm very surprised that, you know, in this fast moving technology world, still we are not able to hire and to have people like me in the workforces. Do we still not have appropriate system, appropriate process to hire the people? I'm always thinking like, where is the technology to support me? We are always discussing that we are a developed nation and all. But if it is true, then I should not be here. And, you know, I'm speaking about myself. So I must say, I'm not sure that it's a condition because I am in India or is it a condition all over the world. True. This is the reality. That's really, really unfortunate. And did you have to disclose your disability at any stage, Rujika? Yeah, I have. So do they do it right at the start or is it during the interview process? Or did you do it voluntarily? No, in the interview process, you know, whenever I used to opt for the interviews, there I'm always opting in the category of, you know, disabled candidates. Yeah. But when the final round used to came, you know, at that time, I have to face that we are looking for some better candidates or sometime I'm not going to get any replies. So, Ruchika, you know, we've already discussed some of your challenges. From all of these challenges, what have been the biggest ones for you? I think I already overcome the biggest challenge that was to survive. To live the precious life which God has gifted to us is not a small thing. But sometimes we forget to appreciate it. And you know, there is a saying that we don't know the value of our position until we have the fear to lose it. And I must say that I know the value now. Similar, you know, is the condition with my eyesight. There are lots of things which is very obvious for other people. And it's very easy for them to do. But it's not the same thing for me. 
but not everyone understand it. And I'm not blaming them as well because they haven't been in my shoes. And I want anyone to face the situation in which I had faced at a young age. But you know, acceptance is the biggest challenge. Because I've seen people being uncomfortable talking about me just because they don't want to accept me how I am. And sometimes people want to ignore it or hide it. I'm just not talking this thing at the professional level only or at a personal level only. Yeah, that's true. What would you like to tell your potential employers, Ruchika? While I know that uh, companies have to make their profits, they have to expand their thinking on how can be inclusive. Don't you think that there is image potential in, you know, each and every person? But I believe that each and every person is unique in their own way. We have to always, you know, ready to accept those people. At the start, you know, uh, we are having male-dominating workforce. But then we paved the way for the female contribution. And I must say it's still work in progress. And it's very normal and very common to many places now and has become norms to many organizations. The same thing, you know, have to do with the people like me. I think organizations need to make a space for people like us. And, you know, they have to prepare to engage all talents. And, you know, I'm not my disability. I'm smart, intelligent, and capable. In another life, I must have joined some tech firm after completing my engineering. I deserve an opportunity to have a career and uh, have a fulfilling life. And I must say that to just give a attack to the person who are facing some issue as a special person, it will not make them feel happy. You, you should always make them feel a common and a normal people. This feeling will make them very happy as compared to just giving them the tag of yeah, special candidates. Because I am facing the situation, no? that's why I'm telling these things. And I also want to say that uh, making diversity inclusion just a rule is not a good thing. And it should not always something to talk, but it should be implemented. And uh, might be it's just a word for uh, you, but it's hope for others for their future. You must think in this direction. It's very necessary because uh, people who are facing some sort of issues are uh, not a huge section of our society. You can't ignore them and move forward in your life. That's amazing and inspiring to hear, Ruchika. And when you talk about people with disabilities or those who are differently abled, we lose out on great talent and capability in our organizations, in our society, because we don't give them the platform, the opportunity to engage and share their ideas and experiences. So thank you very much for being a guest on the podcast and sharing your story. I know it must be difficult. And I am sorry if it has brought some emotions or thoughts. You've gone through a lot and I want your journey in the future to be very positive and brilliant. And I'm sure it will be brilliant. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Siddha. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week on the Elephant in the Room podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on any of your favorite platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, And if you enjoyed listening to the podcast today, don't forget to write a review and tell your friends. 
sign up on the link in the show notes to receive updates on our guest speakers, blogs, and events. And don't forget to tune in every Thursday for new episodes.